Welcome to Underproved, an unofficial Great British Bake Off podcast. I'm your host, Michael Cordian, and with me, as always, are Larissa Cordian and Taylor Pridane. This week, we'll be discussing Collection 8, Episode 8, Dessert Week, um, which my thinking with Dessert Week is, aren't they all Dessert Week at the end of the day? But I guess the Brits call desserts something specifically. Well, no, because bread is not dessert. I guess. But yes. I'm grateful for this return to classics as far as category names goes. I feel like they've been trying to keep the crowds interested by doing these really obscure themes. And it's nice to just know what we're getting into. That's, That's how I felt about it. I actually think that this week was the perfect example of like, Mike, how you were saying early, in earlier episodes, like they feel so like like BS themes that are like yeah. super difficult. And this, mm-hmm. I think every single one of them was like, cheesecake seems so simple, uh, mini cheesecakes, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, liked, I liked all the challenges this time around. I really did. Yeah, they were straightforward, but they had to like make them really good. Um, except for the technical, which we'll get into, which was a, a super weird. Um, but yeah. overall, I thought it was a really good episode. And I think it's been like a string of like three really solid episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, this season has been great, I think, overall. Yeah. What are your guys' thoughts on this app and, and how it's going? You know, this was the first, for me, the first series. Oh, I'm sorry. This was the first collection that we have watched one episode a week, you know? So we're getting the actual build. All the rest, I've just been exposed to all at once in an eight hour sitting, episode by episode. I really am like growing with these bakers and like loving them more. And um, yeah, so I'm here for it. Totally, yeah. I think that's super valid. Like I definitely feel, like in the same way that we keep talking about like their, their coronavirus, like squad pod too and they're like getting to know each other better i mean like the crying at the end of this episode was like really (laughs) intense um but i but i definitely feel it too because yeah we're doing it week by week yeah i've been i've been gutted by every baker that's gone recently and even like the ones that are left i'm like i don't want any of them to go (laughs) yeah it is true i think that this year i'm or this series i'm way more attached to everybody and i will say i did i did love that this particular episode they had all been star baker yeah that was I really that so i love that paul gave that a shout out because i didn't think about it until he said it but this is he said too it's the first time that's happened where the final five have all been star bakers so that was cool i was like holy smokes we've said it since the beginning that it's pretty much an even playing field but that was like a really cool thing to be like whoa the masters are all at work <laughs> yeah 100 percent. it is super even playing field all right so then let's get let's get into the app um signature as lara mentioned was mini cheesecakes which is awesome love mini cheesecakes except for like weird ricotta cheesecakes but that wasn't really featured here so thank god we won't discuss them um generally everyone did okay um some of the standouts in your guys' minds, what were they? I mean, all the passion fruit. I don't think I've had yeah. a passion fruit cheesecake, which is kind of crazy because as they were all making it, I was like, this does seem like the perfect, like, perfect little, little dessert. Loved it. And I actually did not know that cheesecake was so complicated. Yeah, there's a lot to it. Yeah, the like little bath in the oven and stuff. Oh, so weird. Yeah, it, it actually makes me like it less seeing how 
much of a almost chore it seems to be to make. I was really, this isn't really a standout to me, but it did make me uh, pause and reflect, like seeing Peter just kind of like bomb it. I was like, yeah. oh man, our golden child, you know? It's like watching Cedric Diggory fail at something, you know, <laughs> before, That's before exactly he was killed. Right? I, it's, it's exactly what I said was going to happen. Like Peter was peeking and then look oh, at our girl. No. I won't spoil anything, but obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, Peter kind of hit rock bottom this week. He, this is the worst he's ever done. He didn't really have any standout bakes out of the three. Um, and yeah. the signature wasn't one of them for sure. Um, I thought Dave's was probably the best. His looked yes. perfect, and he had like the perfect like layers, the like crumb and the cheesecake, and then the like passion fruit top. I was actually surprised he didn't get a handshake, but I think it's because Paul doesn't like passion fruit. Wah, wah, wah. What a baby. You know, maybe this has been a thing in the prior collections as well, but I'm really noticing the judges' tastes like influencing things, the way they're so freely like, I don't like gherkins or... Uh, you know, like, I don't like this, or I'm, I'm like, who, who gives a crap? Like, it's not about you, you know? It's like, yeah. set that aside, y'all. And Prue was saying, too, that she doesn't like uh, something. <laughs> I don't remember what she was saying that she doesn't like, but yeah. I, I just mean, I'm kind of like, oh, you got to leave that on the side, you know? It's like, uh, yeah, I don't want to hear about your partial. bias. Yeah. Right? Judge it on its merits, not on your personal, like, taste buds. Although, if I'm ever on it, I will definitely make a lot of dishes with cherries because statistically, or, like, historically, both judges, like, love things with cherries in them. That's true. It's we just... haven't really had any cherry bakes in this season, but, like, in all the other ones, like, cherry bake wells, whatever those they, are. Oh, like, yeah, I, I really all love them. I literally, yeah, I cherries. hate cherries. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> The pits are dangerous if you eat the pits. They, some, you know, they have arsenic in it. Or yeah. What happens? Oh, does a cherry tree grow in your belly? Mm, Maybe. Rugrats episode. All right. There's your so PSA of the week, our public service announcement. Yeah, just Watch careful. out for cherry pits. Um, <laughs> so pretty, pretty even. Dave was probably the best one. Peter was probably the worst one. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark's wasn't that good either. He had like the bigger ones. They weren't really mini and he didn't get much flavor out of it. And neither was Hermine's because it was in the jar. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the thing that actually really blew my mind was they were all making their biscuit like to then crush up and make. And I was like, oh yeah, like that's a thing you have to do when you make everything from scratch. I, I just like obviously have pre-made graham cracker crust yeah. at the bottom right. Right. in my freezer. I mean, I've started baking. Crusts aren't generally too hard. Yeah, it's like graham crackers and what, like butter or whatever else. But yeah, but they were making their own. They were making their own cookies. Like they were making yeah, gingerbread right. cookies or whatever, and then and then crumbling them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so I just thought that was crazy because, like, we talk about that it. Is, you're right. Step. <laughs> like yeah. that's so oh intense. My gosh. Yeah. So Labor speaking of intensive. intense, the technical what the hell was that i would a rather sussex, die yeah. <laughs> than eat a steamed pudding sorry you were gonna say what it was the sussex pond pudding was some crazy british <laughs> pudding with an entire lemon in the middle 
it was so gross and everyone did horrible and that's what it deserved. The 1700s, man, not a good time. Not a good time for baking. No, apparently not. That's what you get when you put the word pond in a dessert though. You know, it's like, what are you expecting? You know? Truly so nasty. I think the upside is we did figure out Prue's real age, which has been a mystery on yes. our show since episode one. I think. She's, She's 80. 80. I was Very shocked. Very cool. Very cool. Prue, you look so good. I thought, um, I thought in this challenge, Dave was so smart, as always, when he reads the technical instructions, the way he was like, I'm going to assume I need to dust with flour because it literally says flour plus extra for dusting. I was like, thanks for, I just like love the extra little insight that he always gives us into like right. how mm-hmm. he's playing the game, not just baking. Yeah. Robot and he couldn't figure out the like handle thing. So he, he, couldn't. he was last. Oh. That was hard. Yeah. yeah. It was hard to watch him crumble first, last in, first out, my dude. Yeah. What are you doing? <sighs> yeah. So it was gross. Everyone did horrible. Laura kind of won by default because hers was edible, I guess. Oh, this is the challenge where Matt Lucas made me truly. Uh, I was. Oh, like, the song, right? The song. Pond pudding. You're. Oh, oh, oh okay, pond, okay, okay. Are you okay, pathetic? Okay. Just shut the fuck up. Is this literally? <laughs> is this literally the best you've got? Alliteration. Okay. And enunciation. The song was good. The song was fine. The song <laughs> was fine, like, but oh, it I certainly doesn't redeem. Oh, I didn't like the song. I was like, oh, shut no. up! Like this rhyme is not worth it you know what i mean he's oh i didn't like it i that was what did it for me but i do appreciate too that the puh was i was like please stop it bro i'm really upset you got him please uh, stop it it was you know here's what i have to say about matt you know it's either like love him or like calm down buddy and this week i was definitely like calm down buddy. please calm down sir yeah. I also, I don't know if you guys noticed this. You definitely didn't because I'm the only one who actively hates him. Um, he had, in, in one of his voiceovers, he was like, oh, and the judges, Prue and Paul, would, and I was like, it's Paul and Prue. So Matt Lucas rearranging the way that you talk about the judges. It's Paul and Prue, my dude. I know you're new. I know it's probably not that big of a deal, and I'm literally the only one who noticed. But I just can't stand him, and I want him to go away so bad. I really hope he doesn't come back next season. Wow. That's how I really feel. That's how I really feel. Tough take. It annoyed me. It annoyed me so much I didn't do a Matt Lucas check-in at the top of this episode (laughs) because I was like, I don't want to Google you and and learn more (laughs) about what you fit in. I feel like it's a lot more like crude you know what i mean the jokes and whatever and the like the i don't know they're just you know what they are they're bad they're Oof. just really not funny at all oh jeez. Anyway, let's move on wow okay oh. sorry yikes i have so many feelings <laughs> but you know what he did do that was nice what? he caused a clap for laura at the end when he was like well even though this technical was weird, we still usually clap for the winner. So good job, Laura. And he like he did right. voice clap. So I appreciated that. Yeah. That's it. 
So yeah, so technical was weird. Um, and we'll never talk about it again. Ever. Um, but so basically as like the, the season is kind of turning out, this episode was turning out after two bakes. It was pretty much even, I thought. Like anybody could have won at this right. point and been kicked out. Mm-hmm. Like it all came down to the showstopper. And Paul even talked about it like at the end when he was talking about the judging, how basically coming out of the first day, it was completely even. So they really had to put more weight on what the showstopper was. Um, and what the showstopper was, was a gelatin design cake where they had to make um, some kind of cake sponge or cake-like thing, like a mousse on the bottom. And then they had to do a gelatin with a really cool design in the middle. And I thought most of them turned out really cool. Um, I thought this was a great round for the most part. Um, I thought on top, uh, Laura, Laura's was great. Um, her like pond with the koi fish. Her yeah. was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Dave got a, they really liked his. Maybe it looked better in person, but I, it, I thought it just looked okay. Um, what do you guys think? I liked it. I mean, I thought the the sun thing, I thought it was a cool effect. I mean, literally, I thought the worst looking one was Peter's, that dumb, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. blurry, because he used, was it marzipan that he used? Uh, to panna like cotta. He used panna Oh, yeah. Cotta. I just, mm, I was like, Peter, my boy, what are, what are you doing? Yeah, I thought his was awful. It was hard to watch him struggle, but luckily his wasn't the worst. I mean, Mark's, I think, was absolutely stunning. So that's the thing. Like, I did think they were all beautiful, but the flower ones obviously stood out. Hermine's, Laura's, and Mark's. But mm-hmm. Mark's obviously just tasted so terrible, everything about it. And it was interesting because they did require the sponge and the mousse and the jelly. So it was a mm-hmm. lot of different elements, which I appreciated. Again, like that's what makes a good challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Dave turned his over and some of it like spilled or whatever. Oh, I know. I know. I thought well, it was over. I like also freaked out. But then I realized when they brought the platter up to actually serve it, it, it seemed like either the platter dried right. or he was using like a blue marble design thing to serve it on top of. Cause they didn't say jack shit about it. So I was like, is this just a blue platter that matches the blue gelatin inside? I think the, uh, I think it could have been clever editing, you know, making it seem like, Oh, he's doing this in the last second, but actually he had some time that we just didn't see where he was able to clean it up. That's what, that's what I think. Or maybe that was we also, like excess in the bowl that like came out and he was able to like clean it up. Right. And then it was served on a blue platter. So it yeah. just made me think, cause I was just like, Oh, he is going to get reamed. And then they were like, so this is really lovely and <laughs> it's really great. And these are Prue's absolute favorite colors. Yeah. I do wonder if Mark was able to get any kind of flavor out of his cake if Peter would have actually been in real definitely, trouble. Definitely. Um, or if they would have like looked back at Peter's whole record and been like, it's still going to be Mark. I don't think they've, I don't think they do that a lot to be honest. Cause you know, we've seen it before where the, you know, class favorite just really, Sora, Sora. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It really is about your <sighs> weight, your bake that week. Mm-hmm. But it did suck because basically, yeah, Mark, everything he served was inedible except for the jelly. Because he, he focused so much on it that he forgot about the other bakes. Entirely. Oh, yeah. that uh, And Paul said, 
he used the word chainsaw yeah. to describe cutting through it. And because oh, was it the marzipan that he did? Was Whatever the base was made out of, it just it looked like gravel. Like yeah. you know, as he was chopping into it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because it had like nuts in it, and he purposefully he said he was keeping it in there longer. But you know what, like. The way, like, obviously his positive attitude, and he was the one who cracked me up the whole time because he was talking about, like, the suet in the technical, obviously being from animals and being disgusting. And then, you know, he called the gelatin. He's like, so that's 35 pig kinds or whatever they call it, like whatever (laughs) gelatin actually is. Um, Yeah, so I thought, I don't know, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. You know what else is kind of funny? How, like... Every week so far, at least the last few that I can remember, the showstopper, it's been really close, but then there's been one person who just like, it's inedible or it's really awful. And then you know, and then yeah. we know from like, that. Like we haven't had was- one where like the showstopper was like, it was really close. Like everybody did like to a certain level. There's been one person that like, just blew it kind of. That's yeah. Amen. It's made it easy. It has made it easy. I do kind of wish that Mark had made it hard yeah. because then- it definitely would have been Peter because his was just kind of the ugliest and not the most to the brief. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I was thinking about too? Like technically Mark got second in technical yesterday, which mm-hmm. we've seen in the past where people who do well in technical end up, uh, it doesn't really count for anything come showstopper. But again, I can't forget technical was really a shit show for everyone. So yeah, second place didn't really mean anything. So really I, I think the worst baker that we did go home. I mean, yeah, I yeah. agree. I, I definitely agree with the decision. And I think to your point, Taylor, the technical, it's just, it's not even about who wins it. It's about who loses it. If you lose it mm-hmm. and you do bad in the showstopper, you're right. not out. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's that's... never technical, never helps anyone stay or help really? anyone win. Yeah. yeah right. It just guarantees you a spot to go home. Yeah. Yeah. So Marky, we say goodbye to Marky this week. He was great. This him. whole series. Um, he had his whole Buddha moment. He had, he had his That was great. Moment. That was my favorite. Yeah, yeah. The, the Buddha moment. I, I will never. It's such a heartfelt. Oh, and hearing him talk about his leg, but not in a American Idol, like, backstory. Like, get to know my sob story way, yeah. you know? But in a very, like, wise. I'm into, like, Buddhism and all that Eastern stuff anyway. So I just, I will never forget that. I love Mark. Love him. Yeah. Yeah, and then just seeing everybody else cry too, like Laura being like, he's just such a great gent or whatever she called him. And I love that. uh, Yeah, you know, and then like, you know, I mean, everyone was crying basically, except Dave, obviously. Dave doesn't have feelings. Right, right. Dave the Um, robot. (laughs) But it was, it was absolutely, it it was really sad to see him go. Yeah. But on the good side... Hermine. Hermine, who I think is now the favorite. She's going to take it. This is what I'm saying. And this is what I've been saying. Mm -hmm. Peter found his stride so early, too early. Too early. That now that he had a bad week, he might be in his head. Whereas Hermine is just like, I'm just trying to get stuff on the plate. Like, I'm just trying to serve things on a platter. Follow the brief. Like, her attitude's just always been, well, we'll see. And I think that that's her. That's that's a good tone. She's up there. (laughs) Y'all slept on Laura, but Laura is peaking at the right time too. I think you know. I mean, you're right. Can I just give my predictions? Yeah, Yeah, let's let's make it a whole big because there's so few of them. So we'll just 
combine our power rankings and predictions into into this segment. I mean, Hermine and Laura for sure. And then I don't know who my third is. Like, I, it's like I kind of want to hold out for Peter, but Dave's pretty consistent too. Yeah, Dave had is a harder capable week, of a lot. But... Dave can pull out like a really awesome bake at the right time. Yeah. And yeah. that could seal the deal for him because it's so close. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think Hermine is probably the most talented and the most consistent which is why I think she's probably the favorite right now. Laura is very good, and I think she's proven a lot of people wrong, Um, Mm -hmm. me and Taylor in particular. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Um, And, I, you know, Peter, I think Peter is also the problem that he's been so good the whole time that we might be sleeping on him now a little bit. Right. Um, that's not a thing he's been your top pick literally this whole time you can't say that <laughs> i guess you, can't sleep you literally on, can't sleep on someone who's be been your number, number one, one. Pick. <laughs> 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 he's not even just in your top three he's usually your number one uh, so i guess a roundabout yeah. way of saying anybody can win <laughs> that's my, that's my well thing. i'll be really curious because i think that it is just about what type of week they have next week i'm I'm not going to do an order, but I think the top three for the finale is going to be Ermine. Um, Dave, I think, is going to make it. I think he's going to make it. I just have a feeling. And because I can't, I can't abandon my boy, Peter. I yeah. hope it's Dave, Peter, and Ermine. I, but, I mean, I think that's fair. Yeah, I will not be mad if Laura makes it. I mean, I love Laura. And that's it, right? There's just four now. Yeah, there's just four. I, I so the thing is, like, I agree with that sentiment for sure. But I think that, I think that Laura is peaking at the same time that Peter You're is right. starting to like take his downturn. You're and right. You're right. I really just think it is truly. I I have a feeling that next week, what we are going to get for the first time this particular season is definitely going to be the showstopper where everyone's is phenomenal. And then they have to kind of look at the technical yeah. and who lost the technical. Really? And then they have to like pick apart the signature and Ooh, it just be like, uh-huh. you know, it, it just be very basic. It'd be like, it not be obvious. I think that that's what we're going to get because this is such a good set. Unless obviously someone totally shits the bed. Yeah. I, I really want, I really want that. I really want a very like uh, splendid semifinal. Like yeah. I'm ready for it. My heart is ready for it. You want it to be hard. I actually also, by the way, have never heard anything be called a quarterfinal. Yeah. Never. Oh, same. same sports. Same. Guys, sports. Is that sports. a sport thing? Everything Taylor, is, have you heard that? Everything is the quarterfinals in sports. Yeah, no, never. Never. No, never. It's just a semifinal and a final. I was like, I was like, this must be a British thing. What? <laughs> what? Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Okay. Oh, man. I think I think the one that I'm actually rooting for the most, who I like the most, is Laura. Wow. She's like Laura and her pizza. Woman of the people. Like she's the one I'm rooting for, I think. So is she your number one now? No. I don't think she's gonna win. I think (laughs) Hermine but I'm rooting for her. Um I think Hermine is number one in my book. I am rooting against Matt Lucas. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not rooting against Dave anymore. Um I'm not. Because he has done so well. Like, he's just yeah. really proven the himself. track record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a great track record. But, yeah, I mean, I really also want Hermine to win because Taylor, correct me if I'm wrong, because you've mm-hmm. watched the rest of the seasons. Has a woman of color won yet? Yeah. So, yes. In okay. the U.S., um, we're, we only get, like, seven or eight. Well, I guess eight. Uh, I don't actually know how many, but we only get a certain number of collections. There's 
I think this is up to like 14 or something. So I don't think our Netflix collections have a woman of color winning. And I could be wrong, but have you guys seen Nadia's Time to Eat? It's a cooking show on Netflix. No, Nadia was the winner. Nadia is a, um, yeah, she was the winner of Bake Off, I found. And she has her own show now. And she's super cool. She's always got her um, hijab on. And she's so pretty and funny and charming. And she was a winner from one of the seasons that okay. we don't get cool. in, the, in the States. Okay, cool. Nice. All right. Yeah, so, yeah, so that was, that's this episode. Um, other segments. I guess my, my social media fill-in for the week was so I've made the critical mistake of like following some of the bakers you on Instagram and stuff. Wait, some mm. of the current season? Of yeah, this season? the ones no, that are out. Like I followed Lottie and I no. followed Sura. No. And so I thought that I was spoiled this week the whole time while I was watching it because I saw a picture and I like, I went off of the picture really quickly, but I saw the picture and I thought that I didn't see Laura in the picture. So this whole time when I was watching this episode, I was like, oh, poor Laura. But then she kept like pulling all the, so I was getting mad. I was like getting ready to be upset. Like, how did she go home? Like, these are amazing. Like her little koi pond, what the F? Um, But I didn't get spoiled actually. So that's the whole boring story that I decided to give to everyone this week. Well, I actually, I did for real. I love that that is like your version of not getting spoiled. I did get spoiled when Markle left, but it's Mm. literally because- I went onto Twitter and the Great British Bake Off, like official, literally tweeted, "This week we said goodbye to Mark L." And I was like, "And it was like his head nod." I was like, "Mother effer!" So like, I had no way to interpret that differently. Taylor, have you gotten spoiled at all? I uh, man, that's the uh, no, I've not, I've not, I've done well. Although it is, we do have to be weary because the episodes drop in the UK on, on Wednesdays. Tuesdays. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I, d- I do just follow like the great British bake off account or whatever. And mm, be very careful. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I'm not that cool. <laughs> I'm not really on Instagram <laughs> that much. So I, I'm okay, good. Okay. No spoilers yet. Yeah. Okay, good. Thank yeah, goodness. So I didn't, did anybody else see anything cool on social media? Um, I, I saw something on Reddit, actually. This is, uh, well, this is now a throwback to a couple of weeks ago, but somebody was saying, hey, I found this YouTube video of somebody making an avocado cake that is almost exactly like Mark L's cake, you know, the week that he got eliminated. And I watched the video and sure enough, like, you know, the pregnant, like, avocado babies and everything, um, it was all there. And I was like, oh, so I was reading the comments on the Reddit because that's, that's where it's all about. That's where the people really mm-hmm. tell you what they think and what the deal is. And they were like, oh, yeah, this is actually super common, you know, especially considering that they're all, you know, in the 10th this year and they're all amateur bakers. We can't get mad at them. We can't hold them to a higher standard because, you know, they all have normal jobs. Like nothing new is under the sun. And I was like, oh, that's, that's a good point. Like I started off being yeah. mad, but I get Wait. it. Oh, wait, no, hold on. I'm mad. He copied that idea? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he ended up, you know, not doing well with it. So I guess that's his like... Yeah, he got his karma. Yeah. His comeuppance. Wow, that's actually... I have never given a thought to the originality or lack thereof of the bakers in the tent at all. 
Now I'm thinking I, even about their steamed buns and stuff too. And like, don't get upset about it though. These I mean, are amateurs, you know, that's, I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. And they still have to pull it off like on the spot under pressure. So uh, yeah, I'm fine with it actually. Yeah. I mean, it's true. It's just, I've never given, I, I'm not mad, but I've really never given it any thought. Like I, mm-hmm. I've always just been like, oh, that's so creative or so interesting. Right. So hmm, the more, you know. All right, so that's that's it for this week. Um, so we're heading into the semifinals next week. Um, really exciting. None of us know who's going to win at this point. Um, I guess some of the Brits will know earlier than, than we do, but we'll try to stay off social media between then. Um, so yeah, follow us on your favorite podcast app. We're on all of them. Please rate and review and subscribe. Um, and we really appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, thanks. Um, signing off. <laughs> and we will bake you a cake if you leave a review. Oh it's yeah. We mean it. I don't know how we're going to ship it, but we'll figure it out. I have no idea, but I like to say, you know, promises first, logistics later. So uh-huh. get ready for your cake. Friends. <laughs> Love it. Great slogan. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.